Welcome to the Tech Sales Show, where we are dedicated to making you a better tech seller, sharing tried and true sales strategies and answering your questions weekly. What's up, Brian? Hey, Bobby. Here we are. It is, as always, Monday morning. Hope you all had a good weekend. And this week, after wrapping up a big series last, we are talking about something that a listener brought up to us. It wasn't like they requested the episode, but some of their comments kind of spurred my thought. And uh, I seeked out some help on the interwebs, as we, we normally do. I found a really good article that kind of touched on a number of things that this person said. At the end of the day, a friend walked up and said, look, I don't feel good today. Uh, I think I need to go to the doctor. And I was like, wow, what's going on, man? And and there was there has been some recent health things with him and around him. Thought he had COVID, blah, blah, blah. This is not COVID related. But he said, uh, it's just stress. And uh, I don't. I need to see someone. I was like, stress, what's bo- what's bothering you? And he goes, it's not just one thing. It's just it's just the world right now. Brian, do you think there's anybody else that fits in that bucket of stress and, you know, maybe not feeling well with everything that's going on? Yeah, it feels like um, as if the, the COVID kickoff to the year wasn't enough. It feels like um, with uh, all, all of the events going on, whether it's uh, politics or racial injustice, it's, it's, there's a lot of insanity out there right now. No doubt. And. We've talked about this in past episodes, but there is insanity, no question. All those things are true. But the media is doing nothing to make us turn around and feel a little bit better about it either. So if, you, if, you're, if you're caught, and this gentleman mm-hmm. happens to be one of those people that are caught with maybe his nose down into a cell phone or a tablet more often than not, and debating and, and fighting the wars of the world in Facebook, that's probably not where... Um, things are going to get changed and look that, you know, there's things that have got me down. Nobody's perfect. We're not gonna, we're not just all going to come out of this the same as we were last November. Um, but there's a lot to be thankful for in my life. I hope that in y'all's lives and and in your life, Brian, there's things to be thankful for. I, I think it could always be worse than it is. And, uh, I'm going to try and look at the positive side of things specifically during this episode. And uh, him saying that made me take a look at myself and say, look, things aren't as bad as they are. Let's get let's keep our chin up and and do some things. So I think it's an important note, Bobby, like it, that doesn't mean you're it doesn't mean you're ignoring the bad things going on. It just means that uh, you're biasing toward biasing towards the positive. No doubt. No doubt. And if you need help, if you really are listening to this podcast on a train, plane or automobile and you need help. Please, it, it, it is not a negative reflection of you whatsoever. It's probably a positive reflection. We've, we've had this on other episodes. We've both seeked out professional help. It is not the end of the world for you to go talk to someone. And if that's not your cup of tea, shoot me a message. Shoot us a message. We'll be happy to talk and um, hopefully hear things out and see if we can't do something to help you. Uh, with that, let's get started. This week, I found an article on the web. We'll put the... Uh, link to the article in the show notes. You can find those show notes at techsaleshow.com. And uh, you can read the full article, but the article really was uh, kind of five mindsets for success. And uh, it's not happiness. It's not, it's not 
you know, how to be 10% happier. This is all about how to be successful. And I think if you're listening to this show, you want to be more successful. And I think with success comes a little bit of, of, of joy and happiness. And so we're going to break down uh, a few of the, the bullets from that article and share some stories and, and tidbits with you that hopefully will will get you out of the low that you might be in and uh, put you on the right path and turn some of your sales numbers around and hopefully get you cheered up. Uh, so we're going to talk really about three things uh, that you always have a choice, that you need to adopt a bias towards action, and that you need to think about defining your success internally and not externally. And I think these three things would help this gentleman a lot, and hopefully they help you today. So, Brian, with that, let's get started. Let's jump in. There are a lot of people behind on playing right now, Brian. I don't know if you're behind or if your team's behind or if you've ever met someone recently that is behind, but I'm going to bet there's a lot of people behind on playing. It's, it's, it's pervasive. It's everywhere. It's, uh, you know, some people, for some people, it's, this is a perennial thing, but we're in a situation now to where there are so many people behind on their number. <clears throat> it's really, it's really like, what, what is the mark? Like what a success look like is, is the most common question I'm getting these days. Yeah. So I think people have choice. They can either, you know, coddle up and, and just give up on the year or they can strive for some new number, some new goal, some new plan. Um, and I always, in, in the times like this, man, 2008, which yes. seems like forever ago, but 2008, Oh my God! In Texas, that was a tough year. Uh, the economy crashed. Oil, oil was what we thought was an all-time low. I think it just recently surpassed that, which no one thought was possible. Mm-hmm. I think uh, the home and loan market crashed tremendously, um, and the banks did a lot, so many bad things that it just really hurt the economy. And we were in, we're at a terrible lull. lull. Um, first time I had missed my number. Um, and so what happened? I mean, of course you start looking to your peers, right? And, and maybe that's a good, a good measuring stick for you and your organization. Um, but it, there's all kinds of things that you can be working on that aren't just this year's numbers. If this year's numbers are unrealistic, there are other things you can do. I mean, the way I talk to my team about it is, uh, the number is going to be what the number is going to be. I trust the the guys on my team and it, I say guys on my team because it is literally all uh, men on the team uh, for the account managers. Um, but the way we talk about it is in terms of like, I trust each one of you to, to win the deals that we're, we're going to win. I want to see a higher batting average because we do have more time to focus on the deals that we're working on. So I, I, I want to see that. That's what I expect to see. And then in a year like this year, there's no reason there will be no, um, uh, reason that you cannot unturn every stone. Like that's the expectation is we can't leave stones unturned here. So, you know, you really like the, the, the focus needs to be improving the batting average and then win with activity, you know, like what, what opportunities am I missing? I can't afford to miss an at bat in a, in a scenario in a year like this. That's great advice from a sales manager, right? Like you're, you're, you're in it every day. Um, and I, I I don't think I thought about the batting average piece, but that's a really good one. Like there's and there's probably other metrics in your organization or in your company where you can you can swivel your thought process to to achieve better results, but maybe not just revenue results. Um, so I like that batting average one. But you do have you do have choice. You can either 
go uncover all those stones that maybe you might not have done a year ago when 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 money was flowing through um and you can talk about those stones you are unturning and find new business the the political front is not not where we all probably want it to be the uh racial injustice is in the news every day the media wants you to think the world's coming to an end um it's not been a few weeks now that the the south coast was crushed by a hurricane and impacted many lives um but i think you have choice of the way you look at all these things um i briefly talked about social media but man the memes that you're seeing aren't in in intended to make you feel better about what's going on are they brian like you, yeah you're not, to get you fired up and to get yeah. you to react and respond and i yeah i don't know how many people are on i mean obviously twitter is a huge user base and i don't have our listeners or big t- twitter people but i think we're all guilty of creating a bit of an echo chamber and the things that we want to believe are true we follow those people and the more we follow those people the more those people echo the thoughts that are inside of our head and it, it kind of becomes this like this echo chamber of negativity or echo chainer of confirmation bias that can lead us all down a really narrow path. I, I remember Bobby, I don't know if we talked about this on one of the podcasts before, but I followed a certain line of thinking in, in my Twitter feed and I'd kind of built it over the course of a couple of years. And I finally just deleted that account and started a new account because it was like, it was all the things that I thought that I thought to be true, but it just kind of ended up spiraling, spiraling me a little bit, not to be dramatic about it, but it was just kind of like, it was nothing but confirmation bias yep. all day long. All day. Uh, and that is a trap that I'm definitely caught in myself. Uh, do you, do, are you a member of that social media site that isn't biased and doesn't do those things? It just sends, it just, it's real news all the time. Only the truth unfiltered. Like you, you don't join that group. Yeah, please forward <laughs> or, the, or that news channel that is not paid or biased to one side or the other. I mean, right. it's impossible. It you and I try my best, but I try to just see how far right or left anything is. Not one's right or the other, but correct or the other. But you can watch two news stories last week or this week about something, and they are exactly it's the same twenty five words that come out of someone's mouth during a speech. And it's completely biased to one side or the other. That you know, one hears it as this way, one hears it the other. I don't think you can get caught in that. Yeah, and I think if I think now's the time to get control of it because if we think it's bad now, uh, imagine when you know, we've all seen the the manipulation that can occur with the machine learning and artificial intelligence that's done with video and splicing audio to video that never really existed. People saying things with their face that they're not really saying we're going to look back at this in two years and say, we were, you know, we will be able to make anyone say anything in two years on video. And so if you can't grab grip control of reality now, imagine how difficult it's going to be in two years. Yeah. So, but in all that, you have a choice, you have a choice of how you consume it. You have a choice of how you perceive it. You have a choice of what you, uh, stand for and believe in and and don't forget that you have a choice don't be bullied and don't let don't don't bully other people and then finally on this point point about you always have choice i challenge all of you to think about are you doing what you love um you have a choice and it might be scary as hell but you do right and i think brian we've talked about this one a lot what i do today and what you're doing today and 
the way our lives have changed drastically in 10 years. Of course, our jobs and success might have might have created some of that, but I try to do what I love every day. Um, it's not I'm not perfect. It's not like I live in utopia and someone feeds me grapes at lunchtime. It, it's tough, but do you do you the listener? Do you do what you love? And and what do you think about Brian when it when it comes to this and you have a choice? What are you choosing to do or what are you choosing not to do? Maybe. Well, you'll you won't be surprised that I'll quote one of my favorite authors, Ryan Holiday. Um, who says, um, if you can't say no, you're a slave. And that's really stuck with me. And of course, um, success early in the career leads to opportunities to be able to do more of what you love doing and less of what you don't like doing. But when I mentor people, and I do all the time, and I'd be happy to talk to anybody that's listening, um, is instead of chasing X or Y, because you feel like that's the next rung on the ladder, it's way more interesting and fun and uh, rewarding to chase happiness within the job. Now, don't get me wrong. If you're, if you're busting your tail right now in inside sales, you're, you have, there are going to be ladders that you need to climb to get to that point, presumably like depending on what success and happiness looks like for you. Um, so that it's, it can certainly be a challenging early path. It, I think it was for both of us, Bobby, like those first 10 years in tech sales sure. were hard working years period but and we we both could have gone down a path of chasing vp roles within corporate america and we've just both chosen like that doesn't equal happiness for us no doubt and i have honestly met some really smart talented people that are happy inside sales reps and have been for dozens of years um both at Dell and CDW and other places. I mean, it's not it's not bad, but almost you create that that bias of growing outside of inside sales. But that's not necessarily true for everybody. So please do what you love, find what you love, and think through: Is this what I love? Um, like I said, it could be scary, but if you don't love your company, if you don't love your solutions, if you don't love your product, you don't love your role, you have a choice. Um, it changed for me, oddly enough kind of between Sparkcom and Microsoft, but in Microsoft, they had a really good leadership development program. And we as employees all had an annual meeting kind of thing with our VP. And it was the guidance to build a life plan. And I had to sit down with my wife and say, where are we mobile? What do we want to do? Where do we want to be in 10 years, 15, 20 years? And I really created a plan for myself, what I wanted to do. Now that adjusted and changed many times over the next five years but that was really the first time I sat down and thought about what do I want to be and where do I want to go because without that you'll never be happy or successful if you just want to keep making more money and buy more stuff that's a rat hole that I've seen so many people go down and what's funny is it's just more work and more money and more stuff and you'll never get there you met anybody like that before Brian I mean, I think we're, I'm certainly guilty of that. It's like um, whatever number was the target five years ago uh, is achieved and what's the next number, right? Uh, and, and I think the sad part about it is, uh, I mean, certainly those things are very, very difficult to overcome, but we, we, we've seen this play out in a lot of those leaders' lives, the divorce rate, like what? You know, how many of those people are divorced? Like in yeah, reality, it lots. is a tough life. 
Well, quick math, and I've shared this story before as well, but I I was a police officer. I made thirty ish thousand dollars a year. Um, and at retirement, I know how much money, how much cash I would have made over that lifetime and what my retirement would have looked like. And I've probably made I've probably made that much money three or four times over. So why why aren't I completely retired and you know, giving all this money away. It's because I bought more stuff and I got tied down by having to live that certain lifestyle, which I don't regret in any way. But put that in perspective, you know, when you were a kid, my son, he would love to make $10 an hour working somewhere. Well, that's not going to fit him in 20 years, right? Um, so it it is, it, it is your choice. Make that choice wisely. Part two, number two, section two. Adopt a bias for action. This is one that really resonates with me. You could you can st- stop doing and and cuddle up and put your head in the sand and all that right now if you want to. But I'm coaching half dozen people right now um, in real time, weekly phone calls, plans, text messages, and it is it's almost comical how the fundamentals of sales are the pieces that I'm working on with these people because. They're not, they're not taking action. Their activity levels are low. They don't, they haven't had to pick up a a phone and call people and build this plan to grow. Um, it's been too easy. And I, I think what, what may lead people, like, I think there's almost like a, a challenge that's leading to inaction here. And I think that is a, a bit of burnout and I, this uh, theory, but I, I think it's because we're a lot of us are working from home right now. Most tech sellers are working from home right now. And the challenge is that there's no barrier. There's no border between work all day and have some break and time to where you're not thinking about work. You know, you wake up, you get your cup of coffee, you eat your breakfast at your, your work desk. You're already consuming email, sorting email, building your priority list, whatever it is, whatever your routine is. And then it's very difficult to say at, you know, 4.30, 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock, I'm just going to turn it off and go away. Because people are still, you know, we're all working with certainly all domestically and a lot of us internationally. So we're getting emails at 8 o'clock at night and at 10 o'clock at night. And we're feeling this need to be connected all day long. And I think it's exhausting. And I think that's causing people to, it's it's causing people to just kind of turn into zombies a little bit and, and not have clear definitive action and things that they're knocking down and they're just kind of droning on through the days. At least that's kind of what I'm seeing. No doubt. And my wife works for a school district and she's working from home and has been working from home. And I have seen for the first time in our lives, her lines get blurred. You know, the, 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 the bell schedules kind of driven the majority of her work schedule for the last 25 years. And now it's not. So things that she wasn't able to do from home in the past or maybe didn't even bring her laptop home has drastically changed. So um, there's this working at 6 a.m. and working at 6 p.m. that's never happened for her. So I can definitely see that being real for not just tech sellers as well. Um, People out there looking to make a career change as well. So the article talks about a guy named Chuck Close, and I've never heard of this guy, but it was very interesting to read his story and the fact that um, he was told like many others that have become successful, you ain't got a chance. And then he, he made it. And then once he made it, he had a major setback by being paralyzed. 
and he's still successful as a paralyzed person. Uh, and we've had Greg McCrab on the on the mm-hmm. on the podcast, and he's a close friend of ours who was a sales manager when we were sales managers at Microsoft and suffered a an injury that cr- made him paralyzed. And and he swam across the bay uh, from Alcatraz to San Francisco after he was paralyzed. Is still an elite athlete, and uh, kudos to to Greg and all he's continuing to accomplish. But that that doesn't mean you you have to stop taking action, right? He can't do that if he doesn't keep swimming, right? If he stops swimming, he's not, probably not going to be able to swim across the bay. Yeah, and, and no one would blame him for nope. No, no one would blame him for not doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, they'd say, "Look, it's been that was hard." And I, one of the quotes that jumps to mind for me, Bobby, I can't remember who said it, but no, it's it's nobody cares. Work harder. Yeah, no doubt. And in its article, Chuck's his quote was, "Inspiration is for amateurs. The rest of us just show up and get to work." Every great idea I've ever had, I had grown out of work itself. And it's so true that um, you're not going to have inspiration on Facebook or watching a screen or any of that stuff, right? Get to work, create a plan, go work on that plan, and and keep keep an, a bias towards action. Um, it's really easy to not take action today um and now more than ever you really need to get busy and take action if you don't have any ideas and you think all i can do is continue to scroll up then give me a call i'll i'll give you a book idea that will change your mind for days if not weeks and months to come if you don't like to read then text me and we'll go to lunch virtually i'll pull up zoom and we can sit and eat lunch and break bread together and we can talk and i have a feeling brian that i can motivate people to take action uh get to work do something different and finally wake up tomorrow and write down exactly what you want to be doing what you wish you could be doing and then go do that like right then like shuck it all call your manager do whatever it has to be don't don't be stupid but go do exactly what you want to do I read, uh, well, I listened to Steve Jobs' autobiography. That book was massive, but it was really a good book. Uh, painted the guy in a terrible light when he was a terrible guy, and he did a lot of great things for the world. I'm sure many of you are listening to this podcast on a device that Steve Jobs created or, or listening to them in your ear or something that he envisioned as well. But he would tell every reporter in every interview pretty much, if I don't like what I'm going to do today when I wake up, I'm not doing it. And maybe he had the money and the fortitude to be able to do that. But that's pretty bold and audacious to say that he did what he wanted to do or what he loved every day or he didn't do it. Um, and that's that's somebody who could have been pulled in a bunch of different directions and done a lot of things they didn't necessarily want to do, Brian. Yeah, it goes, it goes back to like my number one advice for people is when you're looking at that next role, it's, it's got to be do more of the things that you enjoy doing do less of the things that you don't enjoy doing. It doesn't have to be, but th- that is, that is the only way to approach it. If you want to continue to get happier and for some people, pure dollars makes them happier. And by all means, chase that VP path, chase that SVP path. Um, if, if, if it's just, if it's purely the money, um, but you know, I think we're both here telling you that it's, it's, that 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 ladder always changes. It won't be a certain dollar figure. When you achieve that dollar figure, it, it will be the next dollar figure. Yep, for sure. So no, number three, part three of this is define success internally, not externally. 
And this is one that I was probably really bad at a long time ago. I wanted to please everybody. My mom raised me to be a people pleaser. And I chased making other people happy for a long, long time. And doing what they wanted in their career, right? Even back in the law enforcement days, everybody wanted to be sergeant. And I wanted to save the world. But but everybody changed my mind and I needed to get promoted in that world. And I kind of always kept doing that. Um, back to social media here, right? We, we only see the good 99% of the time on our friends, Facebook feeds, right? I don't think I've ever posted, Hey everybody, good morning. Tammy and I fought all night last night and we probably won't be talking much today. Hashtag marriage is easy. Um, or fighting with my son to take out the trash and do his homework is the most fun I've ever had. It's like playing golf at Pebble beach, parenting rocks. You know, those, those aren't, do you ever see any of that on your feed, Brian? Yeah, certainly not. Is that is that your Twitter feed? So, look, people are telling you what they want you to see. We all post, well, we've all been biased of posting the new car, the new house, the remodel, all the good times. And that's that creates this bias like we like we were talking about with Brian's Twitter feed that you feel like you've got to do the same thing. Why is so and so's life so perfect? It looks so perfect. They can't be unhappy. I guarantee you that person has the same struggles and frustrations you have. No question. No doubt at all. I truly believe, Brian, that the pressure from everyone to to have nice things and to, to do nice things is something that gets us all caught up in the chase for more things. Or I want more, right? Um, it, 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 I've talked about it. I've wrote about it. You know, In the last five years, I've made a decision not to just do more. I read an article, we've talked about it. I decided that I have enough, right? And it was an epiphany beyond the scope of this podcast to really get to that point and believe it, right? My kids that are a certain age, I, I just I just kind of feel like and know that I've got enough to get me where I want to go in life. And we only get one of these. So maybe it's midlife crisis, maybe it's a lot of other little things, but I'm I'm happy and I'm content that I have enough and it has truly changed my mindset. That doesn't mean I don't work hard every day. That doesn't mean I'm chasing other projects and goals right now. It's just they better be exactly what I want them to be. They're going I'm going to judge my success in my own mind and heart and I'm not going to let others others do that for me. Yeah, and you're and you're going to allow yourself to get put in a position where you can't say no. No, I will not be your slave or someone else's slave. I will not do that. Um, and it doesn't mean I won't work for people or work around people or help people be successful. Or have challenging um, conversations or be part of a challenging conversation or be challenged. That Those things are great for just personal growth. No doubt. No doubt. And I guess I'll wrap up with a story of a, of a guy I've known for, honestly, almost a year and a half, two years now. We had the opportunity recently, uh, we'll call him Paul, but we, we had the recent opportunity to spend some time together. And I I have never seen this guy in anything other than a t-shirt, cotton shorts, and a ratty old pair of tennis shoes. Um, and I, I would have made a bunch, I did make a bunch of assumptions about this gentleman. Um, kind of his net worth, what he loves to do. I just, I just did that. I judged a book by its cover. And over the over the last month or so, I've got to spend some time with him in one chunk specifically, and he had just been on vacation. And I thought uh, that's interesting. I didn't think you would have taken. You know, my mind saying I don't think that would have been the vacation I would have gone on. 
and we talked about it and he goes into the story about how it gave him goosebumps and how it had been a lifelong dream to, to go to this place and it, it wasn't a typical place but um i'll reserve that for privacy and then he goes on to tell me that he's been in this country for almost 12 years and he owned a bunch of businesses when he said a bunch of businesses i i figured it's more than one right brian sure and uh he comes to us from another country owns these big businesses sells everything about 20 years ago uh put it all in the bank bought a bicycle and has spent really and truly the last 20 years on a bicycle doing exactly what he loves and when he said it i just i reflected on what a dumbass i've been and then reflected on this dude's happier than me and he's probably got more money than me uh and all i did was probably judge and and critique based on appearance and things and he's literally living the life that most of us dream about it's just not got this portfolio wrapped around it that is what we're all chasing right we're not all chasing sell it all he literally lives in a trailer and probably has millions of dollars in the bank and can do exactly what he wants to do every day. Do you think he wakes up and says, oh, my God, I can't say no to this guy today? Yeah, or he, dreads a conference call that's upcoming at 10 o'clock no. in the morning. Yeah, I don't even think he has it. a cell phone. Yeah. I don't think he has a cell phone. I mean, he's living the life. I guarantee you he doesn't have a Twitter account. But, you know, it, it is when you when you see that and you hear that and there are people that really live like that and do exactly what they want to do and love what they do every waking minute of the day. That's people. That's the goal we should be chasing. That's what success looks like. And you do have a choice. You can take action towards that choice and you can judge your success internally, not externally. And with that, we'll wrap it up. Brian, any closing thoughts? I, I would just say with the world, the world, the way it's playing out right now it looks more and more like this profession, this career path in technology sales is going to allow you to work for wherever you want to work. If you're living in the Bay area right now or in downtown Chicago, and you're saying, look, there's just no way like a home. I want to have a home for my family. It's going to be half a million dollars or a million dollars. If you're in the Bay area, um, it, it doesn't have to be that way. It looks more and more like where we work is going to be on zoom or some other collaboration tool. Um, which makes things like home ownership and building a family and having some space and some land of your own very, very feasible. No doubt. No doubt. And so don't don't make that decision because you don't want it or you want it. Make it because you're judging yourself internally and that that's what success looks like. Adopt that bias towards action and don't forget you have a choice. Don't be average, people. Average is the enemy. Average sucks. Thanks for listening to the Texel Show. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Tech Sales Show. Subscribe to our email list at www.techsaleshow.com and follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Tech Sales Show. Until next week, average is the enemy.